Hey friend, today's episode is all about 16 signs of perimenopause that might surprise you and what you can actually do about them. But before we dig into that, I want to invite you to a free workshop that I am hosting online on the 10th of August at 8pm UK time. The link to the workshop is in the show notes to get yourself registered. We're going to be digging into some of the topics that we're covering today in more depth and it's also an opportunity for you to bring any questions that you might have to the group. You can submit your questions anonymously if you would like to and I will just answer those in the workshop. So the link to that is in the show notes. Get yourself registered and I look forward to seeing you there. Not only is it your opportunity to bring any questions that you have about your hormones, perimenopause, menopause, exercise, nutrition, all of the things to the group, you're also gonna get the opportunity to sample some products that I use that are really, really helpful that you can use at home to support your hormones. So the link is in the show notes, get yourself registered. And I really look forward to meeting you and chatting all things hormones, menopause, perimenopause related on the 10th of August. Now, if you are listening to this after that date, send me an email and I can send you over the recording of that workshop if that is something that you are interested in. Okay, go and grab a pen and paper, get that cup of tea and we're going to get started. Hey friend, welcome to Rest, Fuel, Move. I'm your host SJ. I'm an outspoken Christian women's health advocate, productivity guru, daughter of the king and a 40-something mum to a sassy independent daughter. I'm here to arm you with the knowledge you need to better understand your body and mind so that you can live a life free of diets, fitness fads and comparison. If you are ready to finally lose weight sustainably, to learn how to consistently make the best choices for your health, follow a simple eating plan and finally enjoy your exercise routine, all while keeping God at the centre of it all, then this is the podcast for you. Friend, grab your Bible, fill up your water bottle, and lace up their shoes. It's time to get fit. Okay, before we get started, I just want to remind you get yourself registered for that workshop. It's going to be great fun. It's an opportunity to learn more about your hormones, sample some products, and also to have any questions that you might have answered, and just to meet a really nice bunch of women who are all going through the same thing. And community really does help us to feel like we are less alone going through things. Now, all of that being said, we're going to start by talking about 16 signs of pairing menopause that might surprise you. Now the reason I am doing this episode was this was actually a reel that I put together that went onto TikTok and totally surprised me because so many people and you might be one of them watched it and commented and the general comments were me too. Like I get this, oh I have most of these. So let's run through these 16 symptoms of perimenopause that might surprise you. So the first one is restless leg syndrome. Oh my gosh, I have struggled with this myself. Then we have had electric shocks. Um, so that what I mean by that is like, you know, when you touch something and you get like zapped. Um, number three was um, an increase in allergies. So you might be more prone to like hay fever, allergies to food, that sort of thing. Um, nah, the next one was gum problems. The next one is burning tongue or mouth. So many women resonated with that one. The next one was dry, itchy and um, skin or rashes. Oh my gosh. I cannot tell you. My elbow, 
like my left elbow, the one that I wear my watch on, drives me crazy. I literally have to put like some moisturizing cream on it like seven times a day because it's just like itchy and dry and I have no idea why it's there, but not the rest of my body. Who knows? Um, the next one was hair loss or hair thinning. The next one is joint pain or joint stiffness. And, you know, those moments where you get up off the sofa and you're like, oh, I'm so old and my legs hurt. Like, that is a sign of perimenopause. Um, the uh, electric, um, sorry, the metallic taste in your mouth um, or an electric or metallic taste in your mouth. Um, next was digestive issues such as bloating and indigestion. Next was dizziness and vertigo. I really suffered with this one, actually, like the dizziness. I'll just have these moments where I just feel incredibly dizzy. Then we were talking about increased body odor, like sweating more, chest pains and palpitations, brain fog. Oh, my goodness. This was one that I struggled with so, so badly. And then finally, anxiety and panic attacks. And anxiety was definitely something that I've struggled with. And actually, to be honest with you, it's something that I still struggle with on a daily basis. I'm a work in progress. <laughs> we all are. I don't have all the answers, but I'm certainly going to do an episode about that. Because so many women experience that anxiety and will go to the doctors, get a prescription for antidepressants. And if you actually listened to my friend Lindsay, who came onto the podcast a while back, and she was talking about her experience with mental health and perimenopause and actually how her symptoms were treated as depression, but they weren't actually depression. That is a really important episode to go and listen to. If you feel that you're struggling with anxiety and depression and your doctor perhaps is um, prescribing you antidepressants, obviously I'm not a GP, I'm not a medical practitioner, but it's really worth like going and taking a listen to that because it might resonate with you. And actually a simple... Um, like her actually going on to hormone replacement was actually what solved her problem but go and listen to those two episodes it's really powerful and the journey that she went on and I am so proud of my friend Lindsay for sharing that episode and her journey because she really really struggled and she wanted to make sure that that message got out to as many women as possible so that they didn't go through what she went through and also what her family went through as well. So we've touched on those 16 unusual signs, like the less common signs, the things that people don't really talk about. But one of the most common signs of perimenopause is weight gain. And I know that you are probably listening to me because that is one of the things that you have struggled with. And this happened to me. I kind of like I hit 40. My body just seemed to like flick a switch or something and all of the things I was doing before in my 30s all the running and the cycling and all of the things just stopped working and I didn't change anything I didn't you know I wasn't doing anything different my body um after I had Chloe I seemed to sort of you know get back into exercise quite quickly I lost the baby weight quite quickly and then I hit 40 and my body was like mm, no <laughs> and it really did feel like it was laughing at me and weight gain really is a common symptom of perimenopause and menopause 
particularly weight gain around your tummy area. And some people call it like a bread basket. And it's almost like this like inflatable tube that you just can't get rid of. You know, the kind of what things that your kids use when they go swimming. Um, we call them like noodles here. It's like you've got one of those like around your middle and you just, no matter what you do, you can't get rid of it. So let's just talk about why do we gain weight. And also let's talk about these other symptoms as well. We're sort of going from a high level approach here, these 16 symptoms and the weight gain. And what can we actually do about it? So going back to the weight gain and all of these other symptoms, it's because things in our body are changing. Like our body is controlled by our hormones, our endocrine system. And as we age, our hormones change. And in menopause, perimenopause, we are experiencing drops in estrogen and progesterone and testosterone because we do have a small amount of testosterone in our bodies. And it's important to remember the difference between perimenopause and menopause, first of all, because perimenopause is the period of time in the lead up to menopause. And menopause is actually one specific point in time and you have hit menopause when you have gone a whole year without having a period, without a bleed. But perimenopause can be years and years and years leading up to that particular point. And what's going on during that period in time is that your hormones are dropping and changing. And I've heard this period described as like a tube of toothpaste before. So you know you're coming to like the end of a tube of toothpaste. And if you imagine your hormones are the toothpaste in that tube of toothpaste, and you're trying to get like the last bits out. And sometimes you get like a really good squirt of toothpaste or other times you might only get like dribs and drags. That is what perimenopause is like. Like sometimes you're gonna get like a really good period with your hormones and then other times your hormones are dropping and disappearing. Which is why it can be, you know, all of these other symptoms are all linked to the fact that your estrogen, your progesterone and your testosterone levels are dropping. So why do we gain weight from a higher level perspective, which is what I'm doing on this episode today? It's down to the fact that your estrogen levels are dropping and that then in turn means that you are less likely to be active. So it's not like a, a, a big sort of, you know, transition. It's something that happens over a period of time. So over a, few, over a period of time, maybe you're feeling less, you're feeling more tired. So you don't want to like go and do your 10,000 steps a day. You don't walk the dog as much. You know, you're just feeling like just really, really worn out. So of course, if you're less active, you're going to gain weight. And then the second reason why weight gain is really common as well is because your body is looking for estrogen and within fat cells, there is estrogen. So your body says, okay, we're gonna store fat because I can get estrogen from those fat cells. So all of these symptoms, these 16 less common signs, less spoken about signs of perimenopause that so many women and you probably included, and I would love to know which ones you have struggled with yourself, that so many of us struggle with are all down to the fact that our hormones are dropping and they are fluctuating and our body is trying to adjust and get used to this process as we age. 
So, as one of the lovely ladies who commented on this particular video on TikTok said, what can we do about it? Like, what can we do about these symptoms? What can we do about changing, like, and making sure that we are staying at a healthy weight? And this isn't about, this is not the podcast about get skinny and ripped. This is about being healthy, being the best version of yourself, feeling great, feeling energized, showing up for your family and being able to do all the things that you want to do. So what can we do about them? So the reason that I am here is because I really believe there are three key fundamental things that we can do and that we need to focus on to help and support our hormones. And that's what this podcast is called. And the podcast is Rest, Fuel, Move. And those three things, I believe, are crucial to supporting your hormones so that you feel better, so that you feel more energized. So let's just touch on each of those things. What do I mean by rest? By rest, I mean sleep. Like your body needs sleep. And I know it's hard and I'm not gonna go into the arguments of, you know, how much sleep you should get and that sort of thing. Like that that's for a separate podcast episode. But we need to be thinking about prioritizing sleep because in perimenopause, our bodies are not coping well with stress. The hormone estrogen is really good at helping our bodies to cope with stressful situations, to overcome stress. It really, really helps. But obviously in perimenopause, that hormone is dropping and it's lowering. So that is why it's so important that you get enough sleep. Because when you are stressed, when you're tired and your cortisol is spiking, you are gonna have some key issues. You're less likely to eat well, so you're gonna make like poorer food choices, which ultimately are likely to be high calorie, high sugar, high fat foods that are going to then cause you to gain weight. And when you are tired, you are more likely to be sedentary. So you know when you're tired and you're worn out and you haven't had a good night's sleep because I don't know, maybe you've been up in the night like getting and you've had like hot sweats or something like that. You're less likely to wanna get up and do your workout. So this is why it's so important for you to figure out exactly what it is that you need to do to get the best night's sleep. And this is why a couple of episodes ago, I was talking about bedtime routine, getting a really good structure for the night and that sort of thing. Because to get a good night's sleep is gonna really help and support your hormones and the way that you feel. So that's why I really think that rest is like the foundation of your health. It isn't, if you want to lose weight, yes, exercise is important. Yes, the food that you eat is important, but you're not gonna do any of those things if you are tired. So if you imagine a triangle of these three words, rest, fuel, move, rest is at the bottom of that triangle. It's your grounding, it's your baseline. It's like the fundamental thing that you need to be successful in your health, your fitness, your weight loss journey. Number two is fuel. And I think of fuel as two key areas. It's what you eat, what you drink, what you put into your body, but it's also what is in your environment, where you live, how you um, live your day-to-day life, your fuel is also what is in your environment. Now, 
We've spoken earlier about your hormones being part of your endocrine system and your endocrine system needs to be in balance and it works hard all the time to send out these little messengers. If you imagine like little cars like traveling around like the roads, it's sending one car from one place and then another car is coming back and telling somebody else to do things. You know, it might be your hormones might be dropping things off or telling another part of your body to do something. Like that system is so crucial to you feeling good, to you being healthy, to you having a healthy weight. And when that is out of balance, that's when all of these symptoms, the weight gain and that sort of thing can happen. Now one of the problems that we have when it comes to our fuel, the food that we eat and the environment that we live in, there are we are um, exposed to an awful lot of these things called endocrine disrupting chemicals. So in the food that we eat, the environment in which we live, there are these chemicals which can mimic or inhibit or disrupt the way that our hormones work naturally in our body. And in particular, there are a particular group of chemicals, endocrine disrupting chemicals or EDCs for short, that can mimic or can impact the way that estrogen works in your body. And they can cause like estrogen to switch off or switch on. And they can really impact like some of the key processes in our body. And if you look at like cancer charities, particularly breast cancer charities, they really talk and have done an awful lot of research into these EDCs and the impact that that can have on breast cancer. So what can we do about this from a high level perspective? We want to be thinking about making sure that we're getting the right nutrients and that we're getting the right levels of macros for our body. Particularly as we're going through perimenopause, we need to be thinking about prioritizing protein in our diet because that can be really supportive for our hormones. We also need to be thinking about changing up and cleaning up our environment. And that can be things like changing the beauty products that you use, changing the cleaning products that you're using in your home. It's one of the reasons why I talk a lot about essential oils and the way that they can be used in your home, in your cleaning products, in your beauty products, and then also to support your hormones naturally as well. And those kind of changes, when you make some changes to the food and the drink that you're consuming and then also the environment that you're in can have a huge impact on the way that you feel. It can have a huge dramatic change on your hormones and can really, really help you to feel better and to mean that these symptoms that we have mentioned at the start of this podcast, they can help to alleviate those symptoms as well. Now, going back to our triangle, at the base of our triangle was rest The second layer is fuel, which I've just touched on. And the third one is movement. And it might surprise you that, you know, here on a health and fitness weight loss podcast, if you like, as a personal trainer, I'm putting movement as like the top of the triangle. But I really think if you're going to move, you've got to get the other things sorted first before you do the exercise. And I know from the years that I've spent as a personal trainer, like working one-to-one with women, like I could give them the most amazing workouts 
and send them home with a really, really detailed workout plan and that kind of thing. But they come back to me next week and they haven't done it. And the reason that you're not doing those workouts is because you're tired and because you're not eating properly. So it's a case of getting these fundamentals right before we even think about, you know, what kind of workouts we're doing and whether or not you're having a personal trainer or a gym membership or anything like that. But when it comes to movement, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to go and do like six or seven HIIT workouts a week. What I really think is fundamental and really, really basic is for us to increase the daily movement that we have because that is gonna increase our basal metabolic rate. And our basal metabolic rate is the amount of calories that we burn like on a day-to-day basis without exercise, not including exercise. So it's the stuff like walking your kids to school, walking your dog, hoovering, cleaning, like all of those things that you do around your home, the more active you are on a daily basis, that's going to improve your basal metabolic rate. So it doesn't need to be about how many workouts you're doing, how many times you're going to the gym. It's like, are you moving around your home? Are you walking? Are you, you know, going shopping? Like all of those kind of daily movements and activity can help to improve your hormones, but also is going to help you ultimately to lose weight. Now, when it comes to exercise, I want, I always think of exercise as literally being like the cherry on top of that triangle. And when it comes to exercise and the type of exercise that we're doing during perimenopause and menopause, we want to change that. We want to get away from this culture of hit and go hard. You know what I mean? Like when you're in the gym and the gym instructors and, you know, I've been there myself and we're going, yeah, go, 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 go. But our bodies during perimenopause do not respond well to this kind of stress. So, what you learn from this podcast and within this community is about changing the way that you exercise so that it supports your hormones, so that you're working with your body rather than against it. So we talk about increasing the amount of strength training you're doing. We talk about doing more walking, you know, more daily movement, and actually taking a break from the high stress HIIT workouts that are spiking your cortisol and are actually more likely to cause your body to hold on to fat because your body is in this period of stress. And ultimately what we're trying to gain by from moving, from movement, is to gain longevity. It isn't about getting six pack abs. It's about being like an active 70, 80 year old woman who can go up and down a flight of stairs. It's about reducing your risk of osteoporosis and the likelihood of you needing to have a hip replacement. It's about being able to run around with your grandchildren as your kids get older and move on and have their own families. That's what this is about. So if we go back to our triangle and we think about the things that are going to give us that longevity, rest is crucial in that. You have got to rest. You need to figure out what it is that your body needs to feel rested, 
to feel like supported, to recover, because without that grounding, that base level of rest, you can't expect your body to do these high intensity workouts, to go cycling for hours on and to do all of the running. It's not going to work. So this is why I really want to focus in on these three things and to think of them as a triangle, prioritizing rest, first of all, at the bottom, getting the right fuel for your body so that it can do the things that it wants to do. And that also means cutting out things that are going to put stress on your body, that are going to cause more problems for your liver, like taking those things out clearing out those kind of endocrine disrupting chemicals from your environment to help again to reduce the stress that is on your body and then finally thinking about movement and thinking about exercise as the cherry on top of that triangle and the type of exercise that you want to be doing so that you are going to have that longevity and you're going to be preventing those diseases that are common as we get older. So going back to all of those symptoms that we were talking about, those 16 symptoms, that weight gain that is really common in perimenopause as well. I really feel that if we prioritize those three things and get them right in that order, then you're gonna help to reduce those symptoms as well. And of course, this is only part of the bigger jigsaw puzzle because yes, we can do so much to support ourselves at home. We can do all of these things, but sometimes we might need a bit of additional medical support. And I really do highly recommend that you have that conversation with your doctor. If you feel that you're struggling, if you feel that some of those symptoms are too much for you to cope with and you're trying all of the things and you're doing all of the things, go and get yourself some advice from a professional medical practitioner. They might give you some hormone replacement therapy and that could be the thing that really does help you to improve your rest, your sleep and gives you the energy again to be able to do that exercise. Okay my friend I really hope you found today's episode helpful and it really was a sort of high level episode because I know that there are so many new listeners to this podcast thank you so much for joining us and being part of this community and if you do find it helpful I would be so grateful if you would share it with another woman because it's so obvious that so many of us are struggling with these things and we're not talking about it and the power and the feeling of empowerment that comes from knowing that we're not the only person going through this that there are other people that are feeling the same as us is so so powerful so again I want to invite you to come and join us on the 10th of August for the workshop come and bring any questions that you have about hormones I'm going to be digging into those three particular concepts the rest fuel move I'm going to be unpacking some of them in a bit more detail you're going to get the opportunity to try and sample some of the products from my affiliate company that are specifically designed to support your hormones using essential oils 
and it's just going to be fun. Like it's going to be a group of perimenopausal women sharing, experiencing and just learning from one another. And there is so much power in community when we are facing challenges and struggles. So come and join us. The link to register is in the show notes. I'm really looking forward to seeing your faces. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. And I look forward to catching you in the next episode.